Hi and hello. Welcome to the Planting the Seeds show. I'm James Edward Lamb III, your host, bringing you seeds from God's Word. And I want to thank you for joining me today as I plant some seeds into the soil of your heart, only to let the Holy Spirit do the rest. How am I going to do that? With words of praises, scriptures, and phrases, of course. My one and only goal is to do these things for my Lord, and that is to exhibit Him, to put my Lord on display, to show you what I see in Him. I want to expose Him for who He is, which is that awesome power He possesses, His pure greatness with a capital G, because He's that almighty, powerful, living, yes, you heard that right, I said living God, not that fake dead, not living little G God who can't and will not do anything for you. Yes, this God, my God, and if he's your God, then you know you can count and depend on him because his word never fails. Plus, also allow me to promote some of his wonderful I said wonderful, everything about his characteristics is wonderful, which is him being so kind. His enormous loving heart, his grace, his mercies, the greatest saving power of, please join me as I welcome my dad and introduce to some the Lord, the anointed king. Yes, and if he's the same to you, shout hallelujah and agree with me because you already know he's the one and only, the only one who is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He is the author and finisher of my faith. My undefeated champion whose blood redeemed us from the curse of sin and death. The only one who is the way, the truth, and the light. And that no man can come to the Father but through him. The reason why he sacrifices life so we can live and be the bridge to the Father. Come on, let your praises ring out for Jesus, the anointed King, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> so if you haven't given him a praise today for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now. Go ahead, I'll wait for you while you praise him, because I'm going to praise him too. So much to give him praises for, great and mighty God. Ooh, he is so enormously loving, so enormously merciful. Never failing, never late, always on time. <laughs> Not a oops God, but an intentional God. Loving, saving, wonderful, redeeming, totally terrific, amazing. Oh, and one word that I, I made up. He's victimonously victorious. <laughs> yes. Welcome once again, welcome to the Planting the Seed Show. Pray for me and pray with me. Father, 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 Lord, we thank you. We put all our trust in you. 
And we thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, blessed, precious day. Lord, we said, you say, put all your trust in you. Lord, you knoweth everything. You said, look unto the hills from which our, come, our help cometh from. You are such a provider and such a great helper. Lord, you say, call upon you in a time of trouble. You are such a great God to bail us out of anything, any trouble, anything that we get ourselves into. So, Father, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for this show. I thank you, Lord, for breath. I thank you for everything. I thank you for another day. I thank you for another thought of your goodness and your mercies. I thank you for another talk. I spoke to somebody about your goodness and your mercies and your love. I, I, I bigged you up, Father, and I just thank you. So, Father, now as I come to this show, I, I ask you, Lord Jesus, that you be the only one lifted up high and lifted up in the superstar. I ask you to speak through me of, of the things that I've learned, of the things that I want to tell somebody to plant in the seeds so the Holy Ghost, you can do what you do best, Lord Jesus. Father, you enlighten people to, to make great choices, the, the right choices, the choices that you want that will benefit them and also glorify you. Father, I thank you. And I give your name all the praise. Lord, we on this show, we don't do anything that the devil wants us to do. We knock his block off. We don't listen to anything that he tells us a whisper in his ear. We know that he's rampant. But Lord, you are great and mighty. So much more powerful than anything that he can throw at us. So, Father, we knock his block off in the mighty name of Jesus. We deny his access on this his show in the mighty name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. And we thank you for all that you've done, all that you're going to do, all how you're going to do it. So, Father, I ask you to speak through me, Lord Jesus. Let my words be your words, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Men, amen. Listen, I am grateful to be here another day. I am grateful to be able to see here all the things that we take for granted. Everything, anything, and everything that we take for granted is is truly, I think it's, it's, it's a disrespect to God. We disrespect him by not giving him praise for wiggling our fingers, wiggling our toes, you know, our eyes, our eyes blink. It blinks so fast that we don't lose track of what we're looking at. Or our eyes blink so fast that we don't lose track of what we're reading and we like, oh, where was we? That's how fast our eyes blink. And we have God to give praise for that, you know. We're breathing and our breathing is not labored some of us we can take a breath in between our words and, and and you don't even hear it we 
are blessed to sing of his goodness and his mercies and his mighty works and his mighty acts. We just can't take God's blessings for granted. We have children, nieces and, and nephews and wives and, and, and loved ones, and we have that to be grateful for. We can say, Lord, I'm so grateful for everything. You just almost ran into somebody. Somebody just almost ran into you. You gas tank, your gas tank was on empty and you didn't notice it. And you looked out and said, oh my God, the gas tank is on empty. And you made it to the gas station without breaking down on the side of the road. <laughs> Our tires is, is good. Have tread on them, you know. It's not like you got to get a tire. I remember a lady in front of my house, she broke down. She was on the side of the house, and she broke down. I was on my way to go do the laundry. And um, and I asked her, I says, will you need a boost? She said, no, the tire is flat. So I says, well, pull around the corner in front of the house, I have a pump, one of those electric air pumps, you know, and she pulls in front of the house. I goes inside the house and I get the air pump, but the air pump is dead. It's not working. I didn't, I forgot to charge it up. So what happens is that now, what's the next best thing to do? I have to change her tire. Just her and her daughter. I have to change her tire. Her name was Esther, right? Didn't know them from Adam. Went there, changed her tire. She took on, she took off. Christian lady. And the thing about it is that I was thankful that I was able to help this lady. You take so much for granted. Take so, so much, too much for granted. Even God's mercies. Here we go. Let's start with the affirmations in Lamentations 3, 22, 23. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning, every morning. Hebrews 9, 22, that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin, right? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all thy hearts. And lean not unto thine own understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct our path. Right? If you just started listening to me and you just joined in, this is what I do every week. It's the affirmation. This is a these are seeds that I'm trying to plant into the soils of your heart every week. So the Holy Spirit can do the rest, so he can water it, so it can grow. Right? Ephesians six and twelve says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, right? Philippians 1, 6, 10, and 11 says, being confident of the very thing that he which have begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ, that ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, 
being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, unto the glory and praise of God. Right? Hebrews 4 and 12, right? Write those down. Put them in your heart. And listen, God is going to reveal something great to you when you read these scriptures over and over and over and over. Don't think I read it one, I know what it means, but if you read it again, he's going to show you something greater than what you've already known. Hebrews 4 and 12 says, For the word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Right? You know how I know the word of God is quick and powerful? Because when he said in Genesis, Let there be <laughs> light. That was quick and powerful, right? Then you know how I know it's sharper than any two-edged sword? When he made man and he performed the first surgery, (laughs) cutting him open and pulling out a rib and making a woman, right? Piercing unto the dividing asunder of soul and Spirit and the joints and marrows and the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Ain't that awesome? Second Timothy 3, 16 and 17, where it says, All scriptures, not half, not 95%, but it says all scriptures is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections for instructions in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Listen, this is the this right here is the one. This is the one that you need to know because it says, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. What's, what are you talking about? What truth? All these scriptures I just wrote, I just read to you. Hmm. Numbers 23 19 this is the truth and it will make you free God is not a man that he should lie neither the son of man that he should repent hath he said and shall he not do it or has he spoken and shall he not make it good right huh. facts Colossians three sixteen says let the word of Christ dwell in you richly let him live in you all through your spiritual body in all wisdom hmm, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts to the lord and whatsoever ye do in word or deed do all in the name of the lord jesus giving thanks to god and the father by him See, started off the show saying you've got to be thankful. The attitude of gratitude. Stop taking God for granted. The last one before I start the show. Now, this is why you, you know you can't take God for granted. This is why you know you got to always give him praise. You can't say, oh, well, uh, I, I don't know. Second Corinthians two fourteen and 15, it says, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph, to win, to triumph, how? In Christ. And taketh manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. 
for we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ in them that are saved and in them that perish. We are always victorious. Like I said, the word that I made up, if you're just joining me, you know, I made up a word. You might think, oh, I heard that word, but I made up a word. It's called victimonious, not victim, victim, no, victimonious, which meaning that I am harmoniously, victoriously, I cannot fail. I am always on the winning side. I'm always, God is. Is always scoring the last bucket, the last touchdown. He's hitting that three, which makes the game go, and we win. Giving you the championship trophy, giving you that, that championship ring. You put the banner up that I've won this battle. I've won this fight. Enemy thought he had me defeated, but I won. How? Through Jesus Christ. How did I win that fight? Through Jesus Christ. My favorite, one of my favorite scriptures, Ephesians 6 and 10, where it says, Be strong. Finally, my brother, be strong. Be strong in the Lord. When it says, finally, my brother, it means he's telling you stuff. And then this is the epitome. This is the last of instructions that he's saying, he's telling you to do, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of whose might, whose might, his might. I remember Run DMC used to say, whose house, <laughs> whose might, it is God's might. It is of the Lord's mercies. The Lord, it's the Lord. It's no power of our own. It is the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank God. Give God a praise. Thank God. If you haven't given a, a praise today for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now. Give him praise. <laughs> While I start the show, the topic of today's show is Planting the Seeds Show. It is, we should glow in the dark. We should glow in the dark. <laughs> we should glow in the dark. Right? And we know that if we glow in the dark, that means we have to have some type of light illuminating through us. Something should be shining on us for the people to see us in the dark. Because, you know, once the light, once the light go out, Boom. Your eyes go black. And the last thing you saw is like a like a, a, a negative image you see. The last thing you saw just went out. Boom. You see that negative of that. And then all of a sudden you 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 your eyes widen up and you're trying to find your way in the dark. I mean, pitch black, dark. Not that dark where you can say, oh, it's not that dark. I mean, pitch black. <laughs> pitch black where people can, can't can see. They're stumbling and they're bumbling over people. And they, oh, my God, I can't see nothing. They're like they're blind for a couple of minutes, maybe a couple of hours. You know, people 
was on the train, the train derailed, and, and, and they was on the train for a couple of hours waiting for somebody to get them out. So you don't know how long somebody has been in the darkness, how long somebody's been searching for a way out, how long somebody's been lost, and then your light brings them out of that lost situation. Your light bring them out of that situation wherein they was about to step off the curb into a big hole. They was about to step off the bridge. It's a big old hole in the fence. And they was about to lean up against this fence. And the hole was there. Your light, the light, helps them from destruction. Right? The different types of light. Right? We know when we're talking about light and darkness... The first thing we talk about is the lighthouse. And we know the lighthouse was was built to keep the ships from hitting rocks, you know, directing them here so they can get from one point to the other point, and that's to keep them, you know, going. You know, they they're they're, they're delivering stuff on ships, you know, these big old barges. You know, they come in these little towns and they got to come through a, a little port, you know. And then sometimes they might come through at nighttime and they, and they, they blow that horn and let the people in the lighthouse know, okay, I'm coming through. And that light should always be on so you won't have no boats capsizing, hitting the bottom, getting a hole and sinking, right, destroying the ports, you know, the canals and stuff. You know, a couple of years, I think it was a couple of years ago, we had uh, the the boat that went through the Panama Canal, <laughs> the large shipping port, it went through sideways and it got caught sideways, stuck. How in the world did that bad boy get caught sideways? Don't know, that's another story, that's another show. But... We have the lighthouse. We have the flashlight. We all have flashlights in our house, right? Just in case power go out. And lately, here in New York City, the power grid's been on a, such a strain, and they're so old, 100 years old, and they've been working ever since then. And when it gets hot and everything is on, and everybody's, and everybody's house is using ACs. Everybody has got their lights on and the TVs on and the computers on. So it puts a big drain on it and the power grids go out. What do you need? Flashlight. Get that flashlight. Battery operated flashlight that gives you light so you can see. Right? Then of course we have the sun. Primary source of light for the planet, for all the planets, for the earth, for all us, for we can be warm, so we can see sun rises, and you can see everything. When Joshua was with that battle, and the enemy, and he know he didn't have that much daylight, he prayed for God to give him more daylight, to stop the sun, and 
and God listened to him and he stopped the sun so he can finish the battle, finish the destroying the enemy. Because if the light would have went out, if the sun would have went down, the enemy would have escaped. So we thank God for that sun. And plus the sun keeps us warm. Ah, sun keeps us warm. The other day it was 60 degrees, but it was cloudy. If the sun was able to come through the clouds, it would have been much warmer. Hmm. So not only the sun gives you light, it also keeps you warm. The sun keeps you light, it gives you light, it keeps you warm, and it also gives you illumination to your path, where you're going. It brightens up what you're doing, what you're seeing, where you're at, right? So now we should glow in the sun, but let me continue on. Not the S-U-N, but the S-O-N, right? The stars, right? Every star produces light, and these are also natural sources of light on the earth. But due to the law's distance, the large distance between the stars and the earth, only a small amount of light reaches the earth. And you can barely see it. It looked like salt in the sky. It's not so bright. It's like, oh my God, it's so huge because that's how far these planets are away. Right? Then you have the moon. Right? The moon is another source of light. It also provides light, but it does not produce light of its own. Actually, the light which he recedes from the moon is the light of the sun. It's being reflected by the moon. Get it? The moon shines light that's being reflected off of through the sun. Huh. Get it? We should glow in the dark because we have something shining on us, so we should reflect what we're shining off of. So whatever we're shining through us should reflect who is shining through us, right? Then we have fire, right? Fire have some, has to have some type of ignition or fuel or spark for it to catch on. For it to catch on, for it to flame, for it to it to really get to a big out dwelling fire. I mean really going out of control. So fire. Now if you got fire, everybody is drawn to fire. Oh my god, look at the fire. Hawaii was on fire a couple of months ago. I mean fire. The world tuned on to see this mass fire. California be on fire also, burning up all the, 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 the natural, the grass, the dry leaves and the trees and stuff. It's dry over there. Don't rain. Don't get that much rain. So it's catching on fire, right? So we have to have the lighthouse showing us how to where to go, right? Then we have the sun, S-O-N, who's giving us his power, his source of light. Then we have the moon. The moon is only a reflection of the sun. 
it gets its light from the reflection of the sun. So we have to reflect. We have to reflect, right? Who is shining through us, right? And then fire, we get the fire. <laughs> the fire starts burning and people start noticing. And they start smelling smoke, fire. People will run to it or run from it. It all depends on how how high that fire is burning. Right? The sun gives you warmth also, right? Then we have lightning. Oh. A powerful natural electrical spark caused by an unbalanced electrical charge in the atmosphere. Lightning don't last that long. Lightning comes and it it flashes and then it's gone. <laughs> right? It flashes and it'll light up the dark. It can be so dark. And then when lightning comes, whew, for a second, a couple of seconds, you'll see who's standing next to you. You'll see where that where that flashlight that didn't work is is at. <laughs> You know, and it's like, wow, you're like, oh, my gosh, pitch black. I remember one time I was in Tobago and they had a thunderstorm and the thunderstorm knocked out the power. And we was without power in this nice bed and bath place in Tobago. Black Rock. And I said, I'm going to sit outside. It is hot. I'm going to sit outside. I'm going to watch God's work. Watch his lightning and, and everything. And the lightning flashed. I was trying to record it. I was trying to record it with my tablet. And... Every time the lightning flashed to the right, oh, let me turn it over there. And then it would flash to the left, oh, I could never get it. I would have to sit still so it can flash. I would have to let it play or record for a long time so I can catch it. I couldn't just say, okay, I got it, and then that's it. Huh. We should glow in the dark because the, the lightning flashes and we should be able to say huh I'm just going to wait till the lightning flash and when the lightning flash and it catches you in the right place then you see where you at see where you're going most times when when it's that dark you you're not really moving sometimes we'd be driving in the car New York City driving in the car and it's a thunderstorm, lightning and thunderstorm. And it'll just light up the highway, light it up, and you can see the pothole. So we need to be like a lightning strike. Strike when somebody's about to do wrong, like somebody's about to sin, somebody's about to go off, like I said, off the bridge it's a hole in the 
bridge. The bridge is out. You know, we have these earthquakes and, and the bridge is out. Oh, no, wait, it's a flood. And you say, you got a flash, a warning. That's what lightning, to me, is like. It's like a warning. And you flash that warning. Don't go there. The bridge is out. How long do it take you to say, the bridge is out? How long do it take you to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand? How long will it take you to say, it don't take that to get to heaven? How long do it take for you to say, for the wages of sin is death? <laughs> flash of lightning, flash of warning, flashlight, lighthouse, sun. You are the star, right? You are the, the moon. You're reflecting. You are fire because people can feel you when they're praying for you. You and that, that lightning. Then we have the bioluminescent creatures. Is bioluminescent is when light is produced by a chemical pr process inside a living organism. The glow occurs when something called luciferin, not lucifer, luciferin, reacts with oxygen. This releases oxygen and light is emitted to glow on a regular basis. An organism needs to keep burning a fresh supply of luciferin into its body. Some gets it through their diet. Hmm. But other organisms can produce their own lucifer. Not many animals that live on land are bioluminescent. Fireflies are one of the rare examples. Fireflies are incense found in hot and tropical regions across the world. They use their light to talk to each other. Each species has its own flashing pattern which helps male and female fireflies find mates of their own species. Another example of is glowworm, bioluminescence. Glowworms are found across Europe and Asia. Unlike fireflies, glowworms can't easily control their supply of oxygen. This means they can't flash their lights on and off. Some mushrooms or fungi are bioluminescent too. Hmm. However, in the dark depths of the sea, there are lots and lots of bioluminescent creatures lurking. Angelfish, jellyfish, some kinds of squid glow or various evolutionary reasons. You know I'm reading this, right? Some animals use it to attract male mates, a mate Sea fly, sea firefly will squirt out a bright dot of light as they move, <laughs> creating a glow trail for females to follow. Other creatures use bioluminescence to detect or lure prey. The anglerfish gets its name as it dangles a glow lure, a glowing lure in front of its mouth. It can then eat its prey. That swims up to check out the mysterious light. <laughs> Bioluminescence 
can also be used for camouflage. Some types of squid only glow on the underside of their bodies, which can help it to hide their silhouette from predators. Right? We have light bulbs. We have torches. We have the TV screen. We have the, 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 the computer screen. We have fireworks. We have lasers. We have glow sticks. We have all of these things that illuminate light. But then the light that we should glow in the dark from is from the S-O-N, not the S-U-N. It's from the S-O-N, the Son of Jesus Christ, right? And this right here is the reason why we should glow in the dark, because of Christ. Amen? Because of Christ. John 9, 4 and 5 says, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. <laughs> right? We know this is right before he healed the blind man. Right? They asked him, who sinned? Father, who sinned? Was it his parents? Was he says, no, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. All right, John 8, 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. Right? This is where you get your glow from. This is where you get your light from. He says, he that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of light. The light of light. Right? Matthew 5 and 14 says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hid. So a city that's set upon a hill is just like that lighthouse. It's like the star. It's like the moon. It's like the, like the fire. All of this is in you. When you are like that city set on a hill because you're supposed to be light for the world to see. You're supposed to be light for somebody to say, hey, let me walk to this light. And when they walk to the light, they're going to say, hey, can you show me how to get to, All right? And you say, yes, it's this way. His name is Jesus. Can you show me how to get to Heaven, yes, the word is a lamp, right? There's another light, a lamp unto my feet, a light unto the path. Light, light, light. Everything that deals with Jesus, God, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost has everything to do with light. Light embodies the Son of Man when he came down from heaven. Light embodies the, the Son of God when he died on the cross. And everybody was looking upon him like it was a, a fire. They were looking upon him like it was a big screen TV. Like they were looking at him. Some looked at him on disgust. Some looked at him because they were jeering at him. Some looked at him because they were sad. But this is the light. 
that came into darkness to light it up. And then the Bible said many, he came to his own and his own received the light because they didn't want the light because they rather walk in darkness. But then we as saints of God, we have this light living inside of us so that light illuminates so others can see. It sees, others see love. Others see patience. Others see love, long-suffering. Others see the pureness of God inside of you. The number one thing that you should see when you're illuminating from the source is love. Love times love. <laughs> the Bible says the greatest commandment, Jesus said this in the Bible, the greatest commandment I give you is that you love one another. He said love your neighbors like you love yourself. Forgive. Forget. Stop holding grudges because that messes with your flame. It messes with your light. You know, you ever see a car coming towards you and it's supposed to have two headlights and, and one of them is out. You don't want nothing to hinder your light. So what you do, you make sure you love one another. You love your enemy. You don't go half cock because then now somebody's going to say, I'm not going to ask him because I, he, don't, he got one light out. He can't see. He can barely see because he only got one lamp working. <laughs> right? Titus 2, 11 to 14 says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us for, from all iniquities and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. You're not zealous of good works if you're doing worldly lusts. You're doing everything that the world is doing. What you have to do, you have to denounce the world. Be not conformed to this world. What you have to do is like what everybody is doing. You do the opposite. You say, you say, oh, um, we going out to the club. You want to go? No. Oh, we going to this place that's ungodly. You want to go? No. Oh, yo, come over here. We talking about such and such. You want to join? No. Oh. We was looking at something on TV that's ungodly, on our phone that's ungodly. You want to hit? No. I said, man, this guy is like, he's, he don't want to do nothing. That's how your light shine. Your light shine because you're not doing what everybody else do. Your light shine bright because now you are a peculiar people you are a holy nation a royal priesthood you are somebody who has royalty flowing through your blood because you have that blood transfusion because you've been washed in the blood so now you have royalty 
coming through you, you might see some of the princes of the world and, and some of the kings and stuff. You might see them doing something, some dirt, all right? You might see them doing that, but then, then now they're covered under the rug. They're not supposed to be doing that. We're not supposed to be doing that, neither. So what we're going to do, we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We want to represent God. They're representing their kingdom, their kingship, and they're putting a bad name on them. A prince is in some type of scandal now. You know, his mom just died. And... <laughs> He's into something, and it might come out and open. It's like the God says, what's done in the dark will come out in the open. The covers is being pulled off. So what happens is that when we are royal priesthoods, holy nations, and we are the king's kid, then we need to represent him as light to the world. Right? We're not darkness. We don't, we don't deal with darkness. We are people of light. Galatians 5.16 says, This I say, then walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Galatians 5.25 says, If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. The Spirit is life. The Spirit is light. The Spirit is the abundance of glory. Glorification to God, the abundance of representing the King, because He's going to lead you into all righteousness, right? So now, Hebrews seven twenty six says, "For such an high priest became us, who is holy, uh huh, harmless, innocent, undefiled, separate. That's the big word, separate from sinners." And made higher than the heavens. So we need to separate ourselves so our light can shine. Psalms 119, 133 to 135, it says, Order, direct my steps in thy word. This is how you keep your light shining. This is how you keep the, your, your, your illumination going. This is how you keep people who watches you and they say, Oh, and they represent the king. And they say, oh, that's how you do it? Because you don't walk out of step. And it says, and step in thy word and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Deliver, redeem me from the opposition, oppression of man. So will I keep thy precepts, the commandments. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant and teach me thy statues. Make thy face, Lord, to shine upon me. You want Christ to shine all over you because you're walking in his steps. You're walking in his statues, his precepts, his commandments, his will, the spirit because when you walk anywhere else, then you're in darkness. Then you're walking in the, the worldly lusts of the, the lusts of the flesh and the worldly things that everybody else is doing. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of 
your mind. Let's take it back. This is all new chapter, new new chapter, and and songs is old chapter. Let's take it back to even further. Moses in Exodus 34, right? 28 to 35. It says, and when he was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights, he did neither eat, drink, nor drink water, eat bread. And he wrote upon the tables of the word, the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. And it came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of testimonies in Moses' hands. When he came down from the mount, that Moses, he did not know that the skin of his face shone while he talked with them. He didn't know that his face was being a flashlight. He didn't know that he was glowing in the daytime. (laughs) Right? He did not know. But he had been with the Lord. All he knew that he had been with the Lord and he was telling the people what the Lord had said. What we need to do is tell the people what the Lord has said. What we need to do, we need to Shine like Moses' face shine. And we can't shine for no frivolous reason. We're shining because we know him personally. I don't know nobody whose face is shining. They, they don't know the Lord. They light is shine. They don't, they don't know the Lord. Yes, you got a few fakers out there. You got a few false false ones out there. But I don't know nobody who don't know the Lord, who do know the Lord, and they face their light is not shining brightly for the king. Yeah, you got a few hypocrites. Yeah, you got a few ones out there that's false. Yeah, you got ones out there that's being deceptive and being deceiving. Yeah, baby, I love the Lord. Yeah, hallelujah. Come over here and give me a kiss. Yeah, 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 sir. You know, I love the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you loan me some money, I'll I'll pay it back because I love the Lord. Using the Lord as gain, whether it's physical or monetary. But now you are living for Christ, right? And he says, and when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come now nigh him. And Moses called out unto them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregations returned unto him, and Moses talked with them. And afterwards, all the children of Israel came nigh, and he gave them in commandments, all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. So he came down from the mountain and he gave them the commandments. We got the light that's shining, illuminating on our lives, and we have to give God God's commandments, which means, which is repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. No false idols, no graven image. Serve the one and only 
true God. Right? Only way in is through Jesus Christ. Broad and narrow, broad and wide is the way that leads unto destruction. But straight and narrow leads you to the kingdom. Huh. See, and this is what we say when we light up the world. This is what we say when we glow in the dark. Because the world is full of darkness. No matter what time of day it is, we're full of darkness. And what we have to do, we have to show them why we're glowing. We have to tell them about who helps us glow. Who lives in us to make us glow. Right? In the 33rd verse of Exodus 34, it says, Until Moses has done, had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out. And he came out and spake unto the children of Israel that which he had commanded. And the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face shine. And Moses put the veil upon his face again until he went into to speak with his God. You see, and this is the thing about it. The thing about it is that we should glow in the dark because of Christ. Moses' face shone, shined because of God, Christ, the Holy Ghost, right? And when we that are in the world of darkness say to people, we love the Lord, they should see it, they should know it. I remember... When I was driving a school bus and my matron, Sister Corral, she says, from Panama, lovely, beautiful woman. And she was trying my spirit by her spirit. You know, she was, we went one way and she says, how come you didn't go that way? She said that you took the long way. So I says, which way is the better way? She said, you should have went up this block and it would have took you right to the Jackie Robinson. You're going down Pennsylvania and you're going to have to turn up to get on the Jackie Robinson and it's going to take you right by here. And I says, okay, let's try it tomorrow if God spares our life. I didn't say, nah, nah, baby, this is the right way. Nah, nah. I says, okay, let's try that tomorrow. And I guess she saw that the humbleness in me. Yes, I'm a man. I can take instructions from a woman, especially if it benefits both of us and we can get to, to the spot where we got to pick up our child, children's on time, right? So the next day, no, not the same day, I'm sorry, my phone rings and I have this ringtone and... She heard it instantly, and it says, I surrender, I surrender to you. Holy, 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 that's what the angels sing. And I picked up the phone and answered it. It was my wife. And after I spoke with her briefly and, and got off the phone, she says, are you a Christian? I said, yes, I am. I said, I love the Lord with all my heart, mind, and soul. 
and and come to find out after working with her for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, and she said, you know what, I really appreciate you being a man of God, a child of God, because my light was shining. It was illuminating all through me because she says, this other bus driver, she said, he's carrying a big Bible. That's how she said it. She said, he carries a, a big Bible with him every day. But then he was trying to do some carnal, get the matrons to do some carnal stuff. So she said, it's, it's, it's very hard. It's very hard to discern. But she said, but I see in you because my light was shining brightly because I don't want to misrepresent my king, Jesus Christ, the savior of the world, whatever, what all that he did, not whatever, all he did for me. And I'm going to say, no, nah, I'm going to represent him the wrong way. Nah, nah, I, I'm a Christian, but you know, I don't do all. No, no, I'm going to do everything that Christ tells me to do. Search me, Lord. Search me. That's our our plea. That's that's what I want to encourage you to do. Ask the Lord to search me. Search you. Whatever that's in the way that's keeping your light from shining. Search you. Search me. Have him tell you what it is. And then this way y'all can get rid of it. Get rid of it, Lord. I don't need it. If we don't need it, Lord, then let's get rid of it. Because I don't want nothing hindering the light. And then now when you stand before God <laughs> in the light that you're supposed to be illuminating, right, he's going to say, depart from me, workers of iniquity. I don't know you because you're, about, you're supposed to be about my father's bidding. You're supposed to be about me, not about the world. You're supposed to be living for me. You're not supposed to be just singing about it. I love you, Jesus. And then you're not living like you love Jesus. You want to be able to walk in the light. God's beautiful light. You want to be able to say, hey, Lord, I thank you for another day. Not, oh, Lord, I don't know how you want to be confident that 2 Corinthians 2.14. Now, thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph. How? In Christ. <laughs> you know, you don't want to be sitting around like, well, I don't know. We are victimonious, victimonious creatures. Come on, say it with me. We are victimonious creatures because of Christ. So Christ gives us victory and we have the light of champions on us. We don't have the light of defeated warriors. We are champion warriors. When we come to fight, we come to fight in the strength of the Lord and the power of his might, and he gives us the victory. It ain't like, we, well, you know, I won that one. Yeah, Lord, you did that last one. I got this one. No, he does it all. He does it all <laughs> because that's why he says, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. So come on, let's pray. Let's pray that we should glow in the dark because of Christ. We shouldn't be dim. 
we should be fire should be burning people should feel the heat from the sun s-o-n they should see the light of the sun and feel the heat of the sun and see the direction of the sun through you we should be light to them in darkness so father i thank you lord for a wonderful beautiful word wonderful beautiful light that you've given me to possess i thank you for your holy spirit i thank you for the anointing i thank you lord jesus for the gift of life the gift of eternal life i thank you for just being able to carry your word and tell somebody to tell them that the bridge is out the bridge is out stop stop the bridge is out to tell them that they're going in the wrong way, the wrong path. The, the, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Help me. Help them, Lord Jesus. Help me light my light brightly and shine so others can see not me, but you. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't want nobody to see me. I want them to see you, Father. So, Lord, I thank you. I give your name all the praise, Lord. All the honor and all the glory is yours because you are a wonderful God. You are a wonderful, glorious, victorious God. You are, you are one that we can count on, we can bank on. <laughs> you are the one who gave us the victory. And so, Father, we're going to take that victory and we're going to run with it. We're going to run this race and we're going to run with it until we get to heaven. So, Father, we thank you, and we give your name all the praise, honor, and glory is yours. In Jesus' matchless, wonderful, powerful name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Let your light shine so others can see. Glow in the dark, my thanks to God. Glow in the dark. That's my show today. I'm James Edward Lamb III, bringing you seeds from God's Word. Listen, send me an email, write me a letter, follow me on Instagram and Facebook where every day I post the word of the day praises and encouragement. All this information is on my link tree page, Planting the Seeds. That's Planting the Seeds, S-E-E-D with a Z. And listen, a prayer request, send them in. I got a bunch of prayer warriors and we can get on it and, and storm heaven. We can come to the throne of grace and, and we know when it says when two or three is gathered in his name <laughs> there he is in the midst right we can ask anything anything right so listen join me on the bible chat zoom channel every tuesday at 8 15 p.m where we sit down face to face and live in color at the table with the king and the chef and the teacher who serves us delicious appetizers and meals where we chop it up and chew it up with understandings our menu is the Word who became flesh. You know who that is. That's Jesus. And dwelt among us. The Zoom number is 760-916-0706. Passcode is 4H9FNI. Say it again. 4H as in Harry. The number 9. F as in Francis. N as in Nancy, I as in Ivan. 
right? Also join us on Thursday and Friday night where and when the Victory Line in Jesus' name is going on. My brother, Elder Darren Gibson, is the host these nights. Join us and hear the truth. The number is 667-770-1557. The access code is 593-438. Right? Also join my friends Beyond Walls on the Zoom Prayer Line channel every Monday at 8 p.m. Every Friday at 7 p.m. Come on, you don't have to turn the camera on to pray. The number is 379-598-0473. Password is 984-917. Listen, have a wonderful day in the hands of the Lord. I know I will. And always remember this. First, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understandings. Proverbs 3, 5. Philippians 4, 8 to 9 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Now, Ephesians 6 and 10 where it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, not yours, because you're not strong enough. Thank you. Have a wonderful, beautiful, blessed day. 